it's Monday guys and today we're going to discuss Anna. Anna was a prophetess, a descendant from the Jewish tribe of Asher, uh, elderly and a widow who devoutly worshiped God with regular fasting and prayer. Uh, last week we talked about Deborah and as you remember I said I wanted to really go through and pull out um, and highlight some of the very strong women that, or women, I think all of them were strong, but some of the women that um, were in the Bible that I didn't really know a lot about um, and wanted to share that and, and, and spread this message with others. So what does the Bible say about Anna? Anna is first mentioned in Luke 2 when Mary and Joseph took baby Jesus to the temple of Jerusalem. In fact, they said that Anna was one of the first people to recognize in faith that baby Jesus was God's promised Messiah. Um, she and a, and a righteous and devout man named Simon each bore witness to the child, Jesus, being God's promised Messiah. The Holy Spirit nudged Simon to go towards the temple courts where Jesus was. When Simon saw the child, he praised God. And this is what he said. This is coming from Luke chapter 2, verse 29 through 32. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And Anna was right there as a witness. There was also that the prophet, which is Anna, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84 years old. She never left the temple, but she worshiped night and day. Wow, that's de dedication, that's devotion. That is truly being in love with God. Uh, so she never left the temple, but she worshiped night and day. She fasted and she prayed. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So what lessons can we or did we learn from Anna? Anna was alone from every perspective but God's. He was in touch with her constantly and she talked to the Lord through fasting and prayer. He led her around to be involved in what mattered to him. Well, you know, when you think about that, knowing that she lived pretty much a very solitary life, uh, I mean, was only married for seven years, right, from what I recall that we just read, the rest of that, Anna lived in the temple. She prayed and she fasted, but that's that was her only desire, that was her only thing, and, and had the communication with God. Um, but that was it, and this is how God 
worked with her and through her. One of the most noticeable characters characteristics of Anna's life is how quickly her heart turned to praise God. Like a reflex, praise just flowed out of her. Anna praised the Lord right away when she saw an answer to her prayers, and she was also ready to share the good news with others. And what does Anna's name mean? The Hebrew name translated Anna means grace. This name is fitting for a woman who, for decades, was waiting and praying for the Savior to come and redeem. Then in her old age, God allowed her to see the promised one, Jesus. She is also called a prophet, which is a title given to very few women throughout the Bible. Other women who were prophets include Miriam, Deborah, of course, we just talked about her last week, Huldah, um, Isaiah's wife, which, see, I didn't even know that. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize Isaiah was married. And four unmarried daughters of Philip, the evangelist. And I'm sure we're going to get into all of those other women as well, because I do want to talk about that. But this article, again, can be found on Christianity.com. And this one was written by Emily Hall back on March 7th, 2019. Um, If you would like to know more about Anna and her story, you can find um, her first mentioned in Luke chapter 2. Then there's um, more. So you just kind of have to continue to read through that, those chapters to see more about her story. But um, it's just very fascinating to me to hear about these women and their different stories. And so Anna may not have been a warrior in the sense that Deborah was and go out into battle, but she was indeed a warrior um, fighting for the Lord and doing his will and her fasting and her prayer, her steadfast, her willing to to praise God, it was like, they said it was like a reflex, it just happened, like, you know, and I can imagine this woman, when I think about her, even in her older age, just always ready to give thanks, um, praying without ceasing, uh, talking to God, uh, God speaking to her, she, uh, you know, revealing this information to those, to anyone who was willing to listen to her, Um, I I see her as a very humble woman, someone that, um, you know, would be like, if you would imagine that, that, and and I'm speaking now more so in her elder years, uh, but as that grandmother figure that was just very loving, very kind, and some people might have even looked at and said she was crazy or might have thought, oh, looks like she's constantly talking to herself, but she was having conversations with the master. She was talking with God in constant communication with him because she loved him. Her heart was turned to to praise God always. It was just, it was, they said, it was one of the most noticeable characteristics of Anna's life on how quickly she turned to praise God. And what a beautiful thing if we praised him even half as much as what they they speak about her praising him. I can only imagine the things that would um, befall us or be there. Uh, and again, just like we had mentioned in Deborah, it didn't say that 
you know, just because you worship God and you love Him, that you're going to have an easy life or that things are going to be difficult. But still, um, just being that devoted to to your prayer life, to your fasting life, to, to turn and to give all of that to God because you love Him and you your worship is just... It's like honey. It's like um, just the sweetest, most beautiful, tastiest thing ever to to worship Christ in that way. And then the, her prayers to God was to please to allow me to see the Messiah before you know she left. And God honored that. At 84 years old, she was finally able to witness and she knew that the baby Jesus was the Messiah. So, you know, again, what can we learn from from these women? What can we learn from Anna this week? I would say we can learn to to devote our lives to him, uh, to to turn over everything that even in solitude, even in what most people would consider aloneness there is that opportunity to to commune with the father and to to have that that intimacy that Anna had with God and and to love and to to cherish and to be in that moment is is just is something that we don't get an opportunity to do all the time and the reason we don't get that opportunity to do it all the time is because we're so inundated with other things that we want to do so occupied with um, social media so occupied with working so occupied with taking care of families or or our partners or spouses that we don't give him we don't give God we don't give the Creator we don't give the Father that same devotion that Anna had given him. Anna spent all of her life besides the time that she was married. And I'm pretty sure even during that time when Anna was married with her husband for seven years, I'm sure she praised God too. But then as a widow, seven years, she was married. But then as a widow, she committed her entire life and she never left the temple. She worshiped there day and night, night and day, fasting and praying. Um, is It's like that is dedication. That is someone who has a mind and a heart turned fully and 100% committed to God. And that to me is a beautiful thing. It's a hard thing. I can also imagine that too. For people that are used to having someone with them physically and then to be uh, completely um, alone and completely devoid from others or having that interaction with other people. But her heart was set on God, on being there with him and praising him 100%. And for that, I admire Anna so very much. She was, in my opinion, a very strong and beautiful woman um, with a heart to serve the Creator. Alright guys, so that's it for today's Bible study. And it's all about Anna. And you can find her story in the book of Luke, starting in chapter 2. 
Uh, and also you can go back to Christianity.com and any other uh, place. You just put her name in and find out more information about her. All right, guys. Well, take care. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. This is our first week of August. Uh, August. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is our first week of October. So enjoy and take care, everybody. Bye-bye.